Welcome to the Genius Alchemist podcast. I'm your host, Sarah McBride. And in today's conversation, I have the absolute honor of speaking with my soul sister and great friend, Kerry McCulloch. Kerry is a Liverpool-born artist and therapist with deep roots in shamanism and healing. For years, she's been driven by purpose and passion to empower, spread love and positivity, helping people heal and become who they've always wanted to be. She guides adults, young people and children to attain their truest potential, align their hopes and dreams and shine a light on their life path. Ever since she was a little girl, she's been highly sensitive of the energy of people and places. She often had spiritual and out-of-body experiences. She yearned to explore other states of consciousness, which led her to train in shamanism and psychotherapy. She's travelled far and wide to ancient sites, studied a multitude of cultures and delved into life's mystical side. The pain of others left her buckled and restrained by shackles and all she's ever wanted to do is help ease their suffering and burdens. She's always loved creating art from an early age. You will hear the full story in the podcast. But what she explains is that you either see a painting or surrounded by animals. Every blank space is a story waiting to be told and self-discovery led her to life-affirming realisation that art transcends many languages and worlds. It's a medicine and vessel to manifest what we wish to create. Once a piece of artwork has been commissioned, she's guided to channel and create certain spiritual guardians, power animals and symbols. Past life gifts and teachings may also become present, evoking soul remembrance and reclamation. So let the magic begin. Hi, in this episode, I have the absolute honor of having a conversation with my beautiful soul sister, Kerry McCulloch. Um, Kerry has a really interesting journey and that's why this podcast is going to be centered around purpose and inspiring anyone that feels like they may be lost on in life lost with the purpose feeling like they don't know what track they're on and you know purpose is something that I I work with others on and I know Kerry you do as well Mm -hmm. and it feels like a lot of people even though the purpose is there it might be staring them in the face they just can't seem to align with it can't seem to see what it is And, you know, there's a lot of people out there saying just living is your purpose. That doesn't help people who are feeling lost and the passion is not ignited. And I feel like your story will, you know, enable people to tap back into that passion and look what it is that they can move into to give them a sense of true purpose in life. So, yeah, I'd like to just, well, I'd like to initially you just to start talking about how you do what you do now and before we get into it I am gonna just you know tell people in advance about that amazing artwork that you've got to anyone's watching rather than just listening so you can watch on YouTube you can see your amazing channeled artwork in the background and anyone that's ever seen any of my lives or YouTubes or anything of mine you will always see my this is my most amazing piece of artwork that's in the background. And I do have plenty of pieces off you, but this one's really special. So, yeah, I'd like you to to talk about your art and, and you know, how you become inspired to get into it. Because 
obviously you're a shamanic teacher and a psychotherapist as well. So I feel like the, the art is what I'd like us to really get into today. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. And, and thank you for inviting me onto your podcast. I'm really looking forward to what emerges from today. Mm. Um, yeah, with regards to the art and, and purpose, all these, these two subjects are very much entwined. Um, and I know for me, as a starting point, if it's okay, I'd like to go back to when I was younger, yeah. um, you know, where I'm sure you've come across this many times with people you work with, when you ask them about their passions and, and if they aren't sure, if you take them back to when they were younger, often their eyes will light up when they speak about things that they loved, whether it's, you know, being out in nature or whether, you know, it's, um, it, it's you know, playing music, what, whatever it is, certain things, you know, people tend to know what obviously lights them up. Um, and for me, how this all started is, as a child, I loved nature and I loved art. So as a child, you could always find me drawing and painting or, you know, back then when I was growing up, uh, you know, I, I was born in 74. So in the 70s and 80s, you know, what I remember is um we used to have more like stray dogs. You often see stray dogs mm. on the street, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you, and you don't really see that. No, nowadays do you really but but you know I I really equate that with uh, that that era and um and I can remember you know I'd always be you know around the finding a stray dog here and 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 knowing <laughs> certain dogs and there was a dog that lived in the neighbor's shed who my, I ended up <laughs> encouraging my granddad to adopt you know at some point yeah. when his dog had passed away so so all these things um. Are, are are entwined in, in my story and what I'd like to say I guess at the beginning as well is about um having that sensitivity having that you don't know what it is at the time when, when yeah. you're a child but having that sensitivity to uh, whether it's um dreams um or whether it's with visions mm. sense and energy um so being a sensitive child um the that aspect kind of really informed what unfolded over time um you know and when you're a child you don't know of course you don't know if you're having an experience that is spiritual or if it's an experience where you're it's just your imagination Mm. you know so as a child I was very aware of walking into someone's house or going to a certain place and I would literally feel things in my bones you know we we use that phrase don't we all felt it in my bones um, or or cut me to the bone you know and um and as a child um they actually thought I had rheumatism because my bones used to ache and 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 they used to almost shake a little bit and um can I just say yeah. To interrupt your story, but no, it's okay. It's I okay. was diagnosed with um juvenile rheumatoid arthritis when I was 12, and it just disappeared when I got to a certain age. And when I looked it up, people saying, Oh, yeah, when it's juvenile, it can just go. But you've just hit on something with me because you know the sensitivity I have. That yes. actually it was probably the same as what you're describing right now. How interesting. Yes, yes. And, and and I and I'll I'll link this in with the the shop the shamanism you know, see, seeing this is this has come up, is that um 
So if we go back, similar to you, mine, mine just went, and I, I, I couldn't tell you what age, I can't remember. But what happened, I'm jumping ahead here and then we can go back, but, um, but what happened, I must have been... Um, gosh, in my um, late late thirties, something something like that, around the age. And at the time, I was with my shamanic group, um, and I remember we were doing a ceremony, and it was around um, releasing childhood wounds or releasing something that was that you were still holding on to, whether it was conscious or subconscious. And we were having a fire ceremony, and I remember uh, with the group and individually, we did a shamanic journey to go within. And to be shown, you know, something that is still, um, you're still holding on to or something mm. still woven within you. And what happened, um, which kind of really came out of the blue for me, is when I was in the shamanic journey, my bones started to rattle and ache. Mm. And I knew it took me, it took me right back to that age and uh, and I knew, I knew because I've never felt that way in my bones ever since wow. then. And it took me into that place to to release that. And where I was, and when I asked um spirit about it, um, that's what they said. They were said that literally you were you were tapping into the energy, and at times you would be holding um the negativity of a situation or the negativity of a certain place or 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 that was held in the land that was coming through your body so you were like a tune and fork basically in that way um so that's really interesting because I didn't know that I didn't know yeah that. I, I used I used to be back in the up up and down the hospital all day every single week and yeah. funnily enough me joints on my hands you don't know this actually my joints yeah. on my hands used to randomly swell I wanted to be an artist and they actually said to me you by the time you're in your 20s you won't even be able to hold a pencil so you've got to scrap that idea wow so yeah that was um gosh well we've got many as we know similarities <laughs> synchronicities soul sister journeys like I, I remember the day we met in, in my old healing center and yes. we just someone introduced us and we were like looked at each other like <laughs> Egypt. we just like went back into that oh yeah we've had many lives together Egypt was a really prominent one I know that so big time big time and and yeah and I think it's that that thing isn't it where you may not have the information you might have some of the information you yeah. might not have it consciously but you again you can feel it in your bones you know mm. that there's there's an understanding or there's like something something is being woven here yeah in space in between and, and, and I don't know what it is but it, but it's familiar but, but mm. you, and, and that's the thing isn't it sometimes which I think is really interesting and I find um with the work when I work with clients um uh, uh shamanically or even when doing the art it is how we 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 feel so many things and sometimes it can be really hard to articulate it and, and, yeah. and actually give it form. Um and and that's where you know the the beauty of working it, it, with with art that can be a form to channel that. Obviously people channel it through music, through the words, um, you know, in many in many different ways. So it is very interesting what happens um in this, you know, in that expression of self, which 
you know which you know about in in all the work that 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 you do um and and also what is really beautiful and really interesting is that you could have the same people so you could get have different people saying the same thing but yet you hear it totally different because of mm. what's behind their words yeah. The energy, the frequency, the codes that they carry. Yes. You know, uh, and, and it just lands, doesn't it, with some people? Yes. Yeah. Uh, hence, hence even why these podcasts were born. Because for me, I know I speak to certain people and something they say just resonates, it lands. But I see lots of people out there in the arena and it just doesn't resonate. Because the intention behind it, sometimes it's regurgitation, there's no embodiment. And I'm big in embodiment and I know like all the people that I'm going to be having on this podcast are real embodied people in the work that we do. Mm-hmm. And especially you, you know, like your journey and your integrity. That's why it was so important that I had you on, you know, and I know we attempted to do this months ago. We did. <laughs> and and things didn't work out at that time because again, that we're led, aren't we, by spirit? And it's like, okay, exactly. That, that's not the right time, but this is now the right time. Exactly. And um and with the time and I think what is what is interesting and, and what I would like to certainly and I know you you know this story, I'd I'd certainly like to share this because I think it's fundamental and I see it over and over in, in the in the work that I do with, with clients is how when we go through what may be deemed as um soul loss you know mm. or, or, or depression or a disconnection mm. and um and and going back you know again to when when I was a child yeah I was sensitive and I was always drawing and painting and um and loved animals I felt I found such such joy and such connection from being with animals and such peace and um and then around age 14 I went through a depression you know, I really didn't, wasn't enjoying school, had a lot of issues with peers, uh, lots of different things. And, um, and yeah, and I went through a depression and, um, and it lasted a long time. Um, and I remember at the time I went to the doctors. So fast forward, I'm age 16 now. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm struggling and I went to the doctors, uh, and, um, the doctor, I remember it wasn't my regular doctor. My doctor was on holiday. And I won't say the doctor's name because uh, for whatever reason, but uh, I remember this doctor, this doctor, and uh, she said to me, um, you know, I think you left school too early. I think you need to go back to school. Didn't offer me counselling, didn't offer me advice where I could go to a youth centre, nothing like that. And I think what happened then, not only, even though I was in a very dark place at the time, I knew that that wasn't the person for me. I know it wasn't she mm. wasn't helping me get to the light. Yeah. You know? And um, but also as well, as life would ha- have it, not only did that start me off in a different way, I started more to look spiritually at, at that age and ask the big questions, what's it all about? Why do I feel this way? All, all these different things. But I also believe that it's sowed um it's sowed a seed within me. Um, to then eventually work with children and young people you I was know thinking that, that yeah I was yeah. thinking that was one of the 
the catalyst for you working a lot with children and young people and yeah yeah because I just kind of thought all I needed I just need I needed someone just to say you know I know you're going through a tough time and this is who you can speak to or this is what we can do for you not not offer me tablets and say you went to school Mm -hmm. you know you need to go back to school anyway so what happened around then is then I stopped creating I stopped my art and my granddad was always um saying to me oh what about your art you know my gorgeous granddad you know he was always saying you um and I and I, I stopped Sarah I stopped and um I don't know if I'm jumping ahead too much, but I feel I feel like I'm going forward and then coming back. I hope Yeah, you, that's you fine. Follow. Okay. Um but what happened then in the space in between is yeah, I trained as a therapist, I trained in shamanism. Um and I was still having, you know, visions and spiritual experiences, but I never I never linked this up with the art. They weren't they weren't mm-hmm. really connected. You know, that was that and that was that. But meanwhile, you know, I'd wake up middle of the night and I'd see, um, like, if you imagine this constellation of stars, like what we see in the sky, mm. but I'd see that on the wall and it might be in the shape of a spider or be in the shape of a different animal. So I'm sat up in my bed. I'm thinking, what age are you at this point? Uh, it, it happened throughout. It happened throughout. So, you know, uh, it was it, all, all those type of visions never, never, never stopped. Mm. I might have a few a month. I could have a couple of weeks. It, it depends. So th- this this carry this carried on. And to be honest with you, this is why I went into shamanism because I I was scared of spirit. I didn't know mm. what what you know why these things were happening to me. What it was about. Um, and that's why then I started studying shamanism. Um, and um. And then, and then, so then, my practice became working with with children, and then training up, up other people in in shamanism and running classes. And that's when I met you at Capucha. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, what happened? And this is where it connects in with the art. So this is now. So I I am now at this point um, forty, maybe age forty. So you're going from sixteen. Now I'm forty, yeah, and um, I, 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 uh, Sandra Ingerman, uh, is my teacher. That that's an amazing teacher who has taught many, many people over decades. Um, was running a shamanic teacher training course up in Scotland, and um, and I applied and I got a place. So I found myself up in Scotland, and I'm with people from all over. There, I think there was about 60 odd in the group a, bit, a big mixed bag mm. of, of different people who were practitioners and some of them were already teachers but it was wonderful um, anyway so it was, it was a wonderful training and anyway what happened is that after the first it was two year training course after the first year um, I felt guidance from spirit they said to me you need to paint a totem for the group and I was like I was thinking, I haven't painted in years. Mm. I don't know if I can if I can paint anymore, Joe. I, I, I don't know. Uh, and um and 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 where do I, where do I start? And um and so initially I didn't want to do it. And what spirit said to me, which I think is key, is they said to me, um, you creating this isn't about you. You're doing it for the collective. You're doing it for the group. 
Mm. So it's you being in service. So the energy that you'll pull through for this image will be a gift. It's not about the, you know, what they were saying to me, you know, this is, these are my words now, is it's not about the, 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 the you that feels inferior and less than, you know, it's about you, you know, giving your gift to, to others and, and, um, I'm literally bypassing that negative voice and size that says you can't paint and people will think you're showing off if you do a picture and you bring it up to the group next year, all that type of stuff. So um, so basically um, someone was throwing out a large canvas, a large canvas. I went and bought some acrylic paints. I bought some paintbrushes and, and that's what got me started and if we have if we have a visual it's the totem you can see at the back mm. there the, 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 the i've got i've got a print of oh, it you've got yeah, it okay. on the sides of the wall yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. um and um and, and what i and what happened sarah uh, is that when I, I paint certain animals on the totem i would have a certain emotional response mm. And, and and I didn't know exactly why, first of all, I was guided to paint, you know, a, a fox and then a stag and all these different animals. But it re- it, it, it plugged me back in. It, mm. it, it, it plugged me back in. Um, and that was what started me pulling in all these pieces of, the healing work I'd done, the the art, the 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 the, the visions, and mm. bringing it all together, um, and and you know, and yeah, it happened much later in life, but hey, you know, it's never too late, you know. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it all? I mean, my I feel like my purpose changes like constantly. So you know, as you know from me, having the healing center, or still practicing, been on the path for over twenty years, but. It was more about giving everyone else a platform. But then that was because I didn't realise I had visibility issues. So I wanted to put everyone else in the limelight and, and me just pay for it and work as a corporate business consultant and pay. And then it was almost like, okay, now I'm going to help coaches, healers, therapists in business and and do this. And now the alchemy, which I've been doing for over 20 years, but I've only started doing it in my work. So similar to you, yeah. what I was doing as a child, like all my outer body experiences and you know, my visions, my intuition and the magic and, you know, the, the Wiccan lineage and then bringing that into actually work where it was always just who I was. So only just starting coming and, you know, and as you know, I'm 42. So it, it, it like similar to yourself, I believe that can be the path coming full circle. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I am going to link anyway, just talking about that totem, your instagram and website and everything else in the show notes so anyone that wants to actually look at this artwork that we're talking about you know real time you can do that um, and i think even mine i think you've got old some old posts haven't you as well with with mine i mean mine was a bespoke one yes. so because you do i would i just want to um let everyone know for the purpose of this you have prints of ones that you've channeled and, you know, they've got meaning behind it and people can buy prints of those, but they can also order a bespoke one where you go on a, a journey and what comes through you paint. Maybe talk about, Yeah. mine was, I know mine was a nightmare, but maybe talk about 
I was exhausted. Yeah, my my bespoke one, <laughs> which if people see, it's got the owl, which in my last house was a farm. I mean, this is a farm as well, but I had a I had a um a, a barn owl that lived in the barn, and then he had this barn owl, and it actually this is my healing room. It sits outside the window sometimes, mm. um, you know, and. I don't even think I told you about that. But then the owl comes up. There's the wolf, which looks like my dogs. There's the yes. panther, which looks like my cats. There's the, it's on Egypt. It's on the Nile, isn't it? And that's where yeah. we first had our link of past life. And yeah. there's the the rose. And I trained in um, the Magdalene Rose Codes. And there was, you know, this the diamond that I was bringing in. And I did diamond activation. So you wouldn't have known that because I didn't tell you. Yeah. So because I didn't tell you and then when you went on this journey and I'm like, hang on a minute, I've been doing stuff with Venusian codes and you've painted Venus and not a moon, you know. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. interesting to tell people because that's a real example of what you do. Yeah, I think. And, and you know, I, I think the, the 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 beauty of it, Sarah, it, it is that it's a surprise. It's a surprise to me. Mm. You know, it's um, as like shamanism is the path of direct revelation you know, when um when when painting you might have an idea and, and I like to work if someone wants a bespoke piece of I call it soul art, if someone wants a, a, a piece of art in that way, we work together. But what will happen as well is that intuitively um you know it, it's like I'm 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 working with them. I'm working with them on you know in the in the space in between. So I might go to um, paint something, but then another animal comes in, or it might be that a certain landmark, um, or like with your painting, your painting, like what you said, end up being aspects of it quite galactic. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, sometimes there's an intention and sometimes it, it, it unfolds or, or when I get a canvas, um, like some someone could say to me, oh, you know, um, yeah, that that they they really love lions. Yeah, they really love lions. So they might want a lion on the on the painting because they really connect in. And we could have that as a starting point. But usually, what happens on a very organic level is the minute someone starts to communicate with me, I might see crystals. One mm-hmm. time, someone spoke to me, and I was seeing um the uh, lapis lazuli. You know, the beautiful um, mm-hmm. um lapis lazuli. And so I'm thinking, do I need to paint that crystal on their painting or do I actually buy the crystal and that's placed somewhere within mm. their painting? Um, I, I might usually see a certain scene, which could be past life, it could be present. Um, I could see it in a certain time of year. Um, there could be nature spirits, uh, power animals. There could be a reference to the family. So I might get say for example, I work with someone and I kept on getting a certain flower and I was thinking they haven't they haven't mentioned that flower, but I keep on getting mm. a certain flower. And they said, oh yeah, that 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 actually connects in with the the their family um uh, lineage. Um also as well, something which I think is really interesting is that regarding um sacred sites as well, sometimes there might be like whether it's, I don't know, Glastonbury, Avebury, Machu Picchu, um, you know, Stonehenge, there might be a certain site that kind of, whether it's in this country or or, or elsewhere, 
that also kind of comes in and it could be that they're due to go to that site so they're due mm. to go to that site and connect in with their energy which then is connected in with the past lives so it becomes like you mentioned a, a, a alchemy before it be, you know it, mm. it it becomes that process to, to the point where you know everyone if, if someone wants a piece of art like that it will be unique to them yeah and and also there's something that I did want to uh, speak about today as well is that that piece of art will hold a vibration. Mm. So even if someone may not logically kind of think, I don't fully know what I'm meant to think when I look at it, often they will feel it. Mm. They, they, they will feel it and, and it can act as a portal, as an opening um, for them to connect in maybe on a deeper level or whether they want to um, manifest um, you know, whether they want to manifest certain things in their 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 life, you know, really connect them to their their true self, their authentic self. So that that's how the you know that this aspect of the art what wasn't ever planned. You know, it just it it organically unfolded. Um. So so you know, it's 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 a surprise to me. Um, and even like, say, for example, when I was painting yours, there'd be certain days where um, when when I get the canvas, no one else sees it. No, no one else sees that that because it's it's sacred. It's sacred art. And you would be the first person to see it, you know, mm. um, which is rightfully so. And um, and so for me, when I'm working with that um, with that canvas, you know, I will I will wrap it in like you know a, a cover and and place it near my altar. So it 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 feels like it's like birthing a baby. Mm, you know, yeah. it, it, it's and all those, all that goes into it. Um, yeah, yet yeah, So you know, what do you mind me asking? Because I remember when I. I remember you going upstairs and you unveiled yours. Yeah, and, and I was, and I'm always a bit nervous because because obviously I don't know. Yeah, I remember you, know, you were terrified. Hands me over this gift wrapped <laughs> painting, and your face is like just 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 go upstairs in your healing room and just take your time. And it's okay if you don't like it. And <laughs> yeah. Blah blah blah. But I I remember crying. Yeah, opening it and. The feeling I got real palpable sensations throughout my entire body as soon as I looked at it. And then I had it, um, I had it at first, I brought it down into my um, lounge area. Yeah. And I remember hosting a course, which I usually did on Zoom, but something happened and, and you know, connection and whatever. And we all said, let's, let's do it at my home. And everybody was mesmerized by it. And everyone, and then someone orders one. I think someone orders yes. one as a consequence yes. to seeing mine. And then, yes. yeah, for me, it was like, the, these are a big part of my healing work because this is my space where I do healings and, you know, retreats, like private retreats where some of my one-to-one clients, they stay over in this cocoon and this is the room we do all the healing and they become mesmerized by all of the art. And I haven't just got that piece, I've got prints, but I've got the original wolf Yes, yeah. work as well and I even got me drum which I want to touch on me drum yeah because I feel like with your art just to elaborate on what you said that 
Yeah, there's a there's a soul remembrance, but there's also an acceleration of something. Mm-hmm. So I got the drum, and I remember it was a lion and a lioness, mm-hmm. and there was some there was the ankh on the lioness, and there was the it had like a multicolored mane, the lion, and you said to me, it represents the masculine and the feminine union. Mm. and at the time obviously I was single for a long time and yeah and and then it was almost like okay what's now going to unfold and then there was a remembrance and then the person that it was meant to be so he I remember him telling me that he had an ayahuasca journey and he see, saw himself as a lion he didn't know about my lion and lioness drum by the way and he's saying he saw himself as a lion and then he was a leo moon in his astrology and then it was like you know the the I mean, I was still oblivious at this point, but it was almost like there was an activation because I remember speaking to my astrologist and he was saying to me, there's there's something you don't know just yet, but when you do, you'll understand why. And I felt like the drum was also an acceleration of that union for me. Yeah. To, to, you know, for him to come in and the way in which we worked together. And it was everything that you described in that journey with the, the union of the lion and the lioness. So, I don't feel that it was so much a portent of this is what's going to happen, but it felt more of an acceleration of what was there. Yeah. To call yeah. it in. Yeah, like like a magnification, like it, yeah, mm-hmm. and and you know, and and it is, it it's it's really it's really interesting, you know, because what I was thinking of when you were talking, then I was reminded of of something so so I'll share it it, it it it's come up is I think so often you know we we really want the um the the the, the blueprint or you know that the, the 3d don't we like mm. okay now I know it's here now I know it's manifested or now I know it's coming in whatever way and so often Sarah and your and 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 you know I think you'll resonate with this as well. So often, I am shown, and I was just shown this image, which I'll I'll share with you. Is that um, is it? It happens this way around when when um when I was in uh, this is where I was shown when I was in Guatemala, we did um in two thousand and twelve we did um a, a lake ceremony. And I can remember um, when I tuned in, I experienced this guide that was the lady of the lake. And um, and and what happened is that she showed me these stones across the across across the lake. Um, and the stone didn't appear, and then you stepped on it, you stepped, and then the stone appeared. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. And um and and that's what I that's what I find that you know it's it's you know when 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 things are being woven or when things are being manifested, you know, it happens on so many, so many different levels. And so often we're really wanting the confirmation of it, aren't we? Mm. Time and time and place such a massive part. Yeah. Doesn't it? Your time and 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 you know and and coming back actually just full full circle with, with regards to you know when you spoke at the start about about purpose. Um you know I, I'm just thinking about something we spoke about before about how people can really 
you know, sometimes when people feel disconnected and they feel lost, going back to what you said at the start of the podcast, you know, certainly for people to look at what they did as a child, yeah, you know, um, you know, if they know if they've been friends with people for a long time, you know, to 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 have conversations with them, say, you know, how how do you remember or how or how do you see me? You know, those those people that you know are, are willing you willing you on and championing you in that way. Yeah, because um, we we can become disconnected ourselves. So sometimes, you know, I say this a lot. It's not always seeking validation from external sources. Sometimes it's. I've, you know, I've been through that much stuff. I'm not disconnected from who I am. Who do you remember me to be? Yeah. What lit me up when when we were together? You know, what what were those things that made me passionate about? Yeah. And that does give indications. Yes, exactly, exactly. And and you know, and and one thing that I I always say to clients I work with, whether they you know, whatever age they are, ch- you know, children, teens or or adults is um is if they can spend as much time in nature. Mm. You know, nature will help you plug plug back in. Yeah. Um, even if you're feeling, you know, re- in a very, you know, a place where you are you are lost to spend as much time in in nature as you can to really help you reconnect. Mm. Um animals guess- as well. Oh gosh, yeah. I know that's our thing though, so we're gonna say that, but no our yeah, <laughs> we're like the crazy cat and dog women. Exactly. Like, you know, animals for me is like that that's my go-to is animals. And you probably see that recent um clip I put on social media about the farm that I went to in um in in Spain and the star seeds farm i think it was called and it was all the white animals and white horses and white donkeys and white cats and white dogs and you know all these these animals and i know that just being there to boom this is what i remember i remember who i am and i remember why i'm doing this and i remember me bigger goals and you know wanting to own an animal sanctuary and set up an animal sanctuary but self-fund it that's one of my things as well you know to rescue animals and then that drives me my purpose as well. So it's all interwoven of okay, put yourself out there more. You've you've got to do that because you you've got to, you know, whatever it is that you're doing is then gonna help create this other part of your life and component. And I know that's huge for us. So I know there will be a lot of people that will kind of get something from being around animals because they are natural healers. Oh, big time. I know when um not long after I'd done the workshop at, at, at Capucha and then um I um I went and worked with horses for a while and um and one of the biggest things that I got from working with the horses and, and I did some shamanic workshops out, outside um where the horses were there and there was a, a big room for us it was so beautiful is when you go into that heart resonance with them and and you've got and I know you'll know this when you when you've got the horse's eyes and they gaze mm. towards you. I was so blown away because it was like it was like being let into. It reminds me of that that film, The Secret Garden. Um, the, the, love that film. The, yeah. I read the book as a kid, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, love it. There, you know what I found with horses. I didn't grow up with horses. I went horse riding when I was a kid, but, but this work I did with the horses. 
I felt that they give me a key. I felt like I was I was let into a secret garden. Mm-hmm. And and one thing that was really, 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 really strong and has never left me is when I connected in with them and really tuned in with them, they when they looked at me, they didn't let me forget who who I was at the core. Mm-hmm. So so that's the best way I can describe it. When they gazed upon me. They reminded me who I truly was, mm. and it and it, it it blew me it blew me away. I was like in floods of tears, and mm. and and that I think is the beauty of being around others or being around things that inspire you. That go there, you go. Yeah. This is this is this is at the heart of, of 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 who you are. You know, this is this this is soul remembrance, and and we know it whether it's in art, whether it's in mm. you know, a teacher, whether it's a place on our earth where you go to and you go, oh, I feel like I've just reclaimed a part of me. Mm. That's what you I know? felt like with, with all them animals and, you know, and, and he was crystals and he was sound therapy and he was all these things. And I just didn't want to know. I was just with the animals, you know, I was just, and I had a donkey one side and a horse the other side and I'm just stroking them and then the dog's running up to me and then there's a little pony running past. And for me, I was just like, I could stay here. Like this is, and it's hard, isn't it? Because I know, you know, I've been, I've been on safaris and stuff and I've, you know, met animals in the wilderness or should I say observed them because I never went up to them. But then it's hard where you can find somewhere where ethically there's animals that live there, like where you're not paying and it's not exploitation. That's another thing. So it, it is difficult to be around. So, you know, I just have loads of pets, as you do. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like I'm surprised one of them's not coming in today and joining. I know. I know. Exactly. Probably hear my dog tip tapping in the background, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's that it it's that for me, it's that like, okay. This is why I want to create like this real, and this has been something in my childhood, like my real love for animals. And I'll, you know, these times when I was neglected growing up, but I had dogs and the dogs looked after me. And, you know, it's it's that real kind of affinity to animals and how can I give back and what can I do for animals now? And I want to touch upon something you mentioned about the heart resonance with the horses because mm. something I um, was recently shared with me was about animals through the Heart Math, I think it was, Institute, that did some work to say that they sync with mm. your heart frequency So the, and the ears are so finely attuned they can actually hear and then they sync. So then if you're anxious, they're anxious. And, and I think this is probably where... It comes from where animals take on our stuff and people think this is, oh, how can they take on your stuff? But if they're sinking in with who you are, of course, they're going to take on yeah. your stuff, you know. And the work that we do, because we're, you know, we're so open to working with so many people, our animals are here helping us to transmute. And I've even had people on retreat here saying your cats and dogs are part of it. You know, they feel like exactly. they're healing them as well. So yeah, it's um I feel like my purpose is going into all of this more. It's it's, it's twisting and turning again. Yeah. You know, so this conversation's coming at a really good time because the animals are being more interwoven in some way. Yeah. And it's and it's and it's beautiful, isn't it? Because 
it can it can be like that your 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 work your purpose it can be like a tapestry mm. yeah, a tapestry of this a tapestry of, the, of that and it was interesting um you know thinking about what was doing this talk today because I was aware that it could go to so many different places you know and um and and you know but but you know it is interwoven isn't it the 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 animal for me like the going back to the art for a sec you know quite a lot of my artwork is is also around um the the the, the great mother the divine mother the children you know so being a voice for children being a voice for animals you know um you know also the healing story um which is re which for me I, I was taught a long time ago in in shamanism is you know what is the healing story um you know of course we we work with the shadow whether it's transmuting working through but then what is the what is the healing story we we carry forward um and I think you know Sarah you know right now what I believe we're all being called to really step up really really step up and and um and be seen, mm. be seen and also be seen in in the spirit world as well you know yeah. you are being witnessed um and um and and what we what what we do with that and and what 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 we leave behind you know when 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 we leave behind this space suit that we've chose to be in this time you know what do we what do we leave behind and um and that is also a, a, i think very very humbling as well mm. very humbling you know um and 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 everyone everyone has got something to share everyone absolutely everyone's got a story yeah. everyone's got something that you know the, that's going to add value to someone else's lives the problem is most people don't realize that yeah. so they're, they're like well who am I who am I to say but one resonance one small resonance and my view is that we have you know soul contracts on many levels and mm -hmm. souls assigned to us to work with us for us to show them the way for us to help activate them and then we have soul contracts with other people who are there to help us show the way and it, it doesn't matter it's it's more of an energetic than what they say but they're going to get the shift because energetically we've embodied a, a set of frequencies and then through that just being in the presence you know and there's a lot of stuff out there you know by other people saying um you know people are ridiculous thinking if you if you're in someone's presence you're going to get a shift or a healing i know i've been in someone's presence and had a shift or a healing you know, I know for a fact I have, I've felt it, like your real strong sense when I've walked in, you know. I know there's loads of alchemy between us two as well. Yeah. You know, when when we're only dropping a Christmas or a birthday present off and then it turns into a cacao ceremony and music and yeah. drumming and dancing. dancing. <laughs> yeah, there's so, so there's always something. dancing. Yeah, always dancing. There's always something that goes on. We're like, oh, just drop that round. And all of a sudden it's like, you know, a little party yeah. going on because yeah. there's alchemy, you know. What well, well, do you know what what I didn't I didn't I didn't say to you because we got into the podcast, but at the very start of the podcast, 
there was an orb about so big going around <laughs> at the back of you. Well, there was on it, you. So there was, like, there was on you as no, well. No, I yeah, I, I swear <laughs> there was on on by your your so be your right shoulder on the left side of the screen. There was an orb as well. Oh, so that's interesting. I was I was gonna yeah. tell you afterwards. <laughs> yeah, because because at first I was like, is that a fly? And then it was kind of doing you know moving mm. in a certain way and everything. So so yeah, th- th- this is it, isn't it? You know about kind of it, it's it's um. It, it it it's ma- it's magical isn't it it's it, it's all there and and i think i think what is so important is if people obviously people have their free will but they do want to if they if they do want to connect in it is to know that it is all there for them it is all there for them and and you know it's just finding it might they might need someone to help them reconnect with that or it might happen for them organically um you know to really connect in with that 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 magic and also what what they have to what what gifts what gifts they they were born with you know what organically mm. they've come in with and what then they can share uh, with 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 others you know it's um I think confidence so important. is a huge thing from what I find with my clients confidence not feeling good enough and I feel like that comes with the territory when you're doing work that we're doing because yes. you know many lifetimes things have happened people kind of you know there's this thing where well if it's not science then it's not true and yes. you know science hasn't caught up with spirituality yet so you know we can be eons ahead in lots of ways and and, and used to negate our experiences because we've had some pretty <laughs> yes fascinating experiences that people would be like you're you're crazy or you know yeah. what's that or how can you see this and I think because of that, because people are constantly, you know, not believing in what you say, it's almost like a form of gas, you know, gaslighting because it's, well, it's not your reality. So it's not their reality. So they can't see it because they can't see it. Then they, they don't believe it exists. And I think because of that, that all these experiences we, we've had from such a young age that you then learn to not speak them out loud you learn not to share them because your own family don't believe what you know what what you're saying so because of that then you can develop real core beliefs and core programs that nobody's going to believe you anyway then I'm not good enough then who who am I to speak this you know and so even though we embody it like this was a big struggle for me and my visibility 20 odd years of 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 doing this and, and having phenomenal experiences and no one I get you know when I work with people the alchemy happens but then on some level it's like well what do I know because the more you know the more you realize you actually don't know anything so then because of that the people that are in my opinion that are really embodied in their practices the the the, the less likely to put themselves out there because they develop all these you know programs because it's been happening for so long people have not believed them and then you see people who I don't know, might have been on the path two months, learned some things and they're ready and they're out there and they're speaking mm-hmm. it out because they've not been pushed down. They've not had people not believe them. And we're in such a special time now where it's 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 growing. But, you know, even 10 years ago, it wasn't like this. No. 20 years ago, definitely wasn't like this, you know. Mm. Um, 
So I think that can create those issues to close people's voice because I know did mine, especially oh, yeah. around my visibility. So for me, some people have got, well, everyone's got a gift, but there's some people have got these gifts that are just too scared to put themselves out there. Big time, big time. And, and, and I think it is that thing about being seen. I mean, there, there, there is also that element, I, I think, or speak for me personally, where it's like, you know, don't get too big for your boots. Yeah. You know, who who do you, who do you think you are? Or, exactly. or say if you've experienced jealousy from mm. others, you know, it could be like, oh, I'll play small so then I'm not a threat. Mm. I'll play small because then, you know, I'm not I'm not loved or I'm not liked. Mm. All these different things. And um and yeah, and, and I think and and I think, you know, when I you know, if you if you think about it, going back to the the totem story I told um, earlier, is that that's a, that was such a clever way for spirit to get me to start painting again. Absolutely, you were tricked. <laughs> you was, were tricked into I it. I was totally tricked. Yeah. I was totally tricked. Um, and um, and also given a really big lesson, as in, you know, um, sharing your gift is for is is it's 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 to be of service that 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 energy imprint mm. and that vibration is what others will feel and that that is the most important thing not am I good enough to paint this absolutely and I think you know this is the calling for everyone mm. like this is this is for me this is the transmission this is what my podcast you know un, underlying the undertones is everyone's got a story there's some something for everyone everyone's purpose letting people share the stories but also inspiring other people to put themselves out there no matter what you know because every single person can help somebody else with just a share it doesn't have to be a podcast it doesn't have to be it can be you know a post on social media it can be anything it, you know it could be meeting one person in the street and sharing their story but we all have that story and we all have some sort of gift, everybody. I don't like this um this this concept where people say, you know, there's you've got main characters and then you've got non non-players or something they call them. And it's like, you know, they're the main character and they're they're just, you know, they're just their human life is just to be here, to be a non non non-player. And you know, I don't agree with that. I believe even no matter what you do, it's not about your job. Purpose is more than your job. Purpose can be your job that you get paid for. Purpose can be how you put a smile on each other's face. My postman cheers me up every single day yeah. you know, as he whistles. And I think you've probably met him as he whistles coming down the path. And, you know, when he's really jolly, like that, that's purpose. But people want to wrap purpose up in this big elaborate, you know, we have to be, this and we have to have a certain amount of money and we have to change the world in this way but that to me my postman he's got purpose yeah. and you know so for me there's no non-playing characters and main characters not that 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 doesn't even exist in my mind you know no and, and I also think uh, I think that's quite mean-spirited even and you know when you sit when you know mm. you know it's a kind of even I think to think that way because how do we you know if we, if we think about the great mystery, you know, how do we know 
Mm. How do how do we know what part people are playing? Even like say if you're at a party and someone, you know, someone is really you know rubbing up everyone the wrong wrong way. Who who knows? You know what what part they they're playing as in triggering or 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 mm. opening up stuff for others and what healing can happen out out of them. You know we never we exactly. don't know who's now. We don't always have all the information. You know yeah. and. um and and like what you said there, like regarding like your, your postman, you you can meet someone and you know, when they walk in a room, they might not have the the have the label as whether it's therapist, coach, mm. practitioner, this, you know, what whatever it is, but yeah, they, they they come in and and you can see that their their energy, how they shift, mm. shift the vibration of, of, of the room. So, you Absolutely. know, people People, you know, work in many, many different ways, many, many different ways. Um, and it doesn't always come in a certain form by, 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 by any means. Exactly. So this is an invitation from both of us right now mm-hmm. for people to to think about what is their unique gifts and what is what is their what drives them, what what lights them up, what are they passionate about, what is ultimately your purpose. Mm-hmm. And if it's something from childhood which that was my initial starting point, you know, how can we weave that into where we are now, even if it's a hobby and it's not what you, you paid work, you know, it's fine. Yes, exactly, exactly. Because, you know, it's how it makes them feel and how they they connect in, mm, you know, exactly. that, that helps them reconnect or connect into, you know, the universe or connect into source or feel mm. connected to self then that's that's the guide in life isn't it absolutely you know well thank you kelly for today um thank you i've loved having you on uh really yeah obviously we could talk for hours and we do (laughs) so um i'm gonna link all your details but if there's one way in which people could contact you um, directly to find out more about what you do your artwork commission a piece of artwork you know yeah and um, what's the best way to contact you and um, they could email me and that's kerry k-e-r-r-i-e at radiantgaze.com that's my email okay. or they could uh, contact me on instagram which is radiantgaze underscore art a-r-t yeah radiantgaze underscore art amazing well I will drop everything in all your links in as well and I'm just going to say to people like obviously this is not just because you know my relationship with Kerry but because you know I've got paid artwork all over my room you know and the the code and the information the the way it makes you feel it it definitely accelerates something so yeah I would implore you to go and look at what it is that Kerry does in terms of art because she's very gifted and talented so thank you Kerry thank you thank you for tuning in to the Genius Alchemist podcast if this episode has ignited your curiosity or inspired you in some way then I encourage you to subscribe and share with friends for those that want to stay in the loop and be the first to know about future episodes, special offers and free resources, make sure to check out the link in the show notes. By joining my mailing list or reaching out through that link, you'll have exclusive access to all the latest updates and ways that you can connect with me. I look forward to sharing more inspiring stories with you all in future episodes.